Welcome to Sports Girls Podcast, brought to you by sportstalk.ie. Check out gemevents.ie, candy carts, chocolate fountains, selfie mirrors. We got all your party needs covered at gemevents.ie, healthandfitnessireland.net. We put you back in control of your health, fitness, nutritional and well-being needs through education, advice and motivation. Check out healthandfitnessireland.net. Looking to dance the night away? Check out thelols.ie, the perfect sound for your next wedding, party or function. Great set lists, lively and sure crowd pleasers, thelols.ie. Hello and welcome to the winter series of Sports Girls podcast. I'm Denise O'Flaherty and I'd like to thank Diana Hora for keeping my seat warm for me while I was away. In our podcast we'll be interviewing some of the top stars on ladies Gaelic football and camogie and also chatting with some of the top experts from both codes. On tonight's show we have Offaly Camogie Piero and player Anne-Marie Guinan and Claire Jewel star Carol O'Leary. Carol was one of our coaches this year at the Four Codes summer camp down in Ennis. Um, we had a great week down there in your native county, Carol. Very impressed with the talent, especially from the younger players. There's better coaching in schools and with summer camps like ours as well. Do you think the standard has gone up with the coaching that youngsters are getting? Yeah, definitely. I think... Um you know, the, we had a great week down in, in Father McNamara Park in Ennis and definitely, I suppose, from going around to camps around the the county, you can see the the younger the players are getting, it's nearly better they're getting, you know, they've got so much more technical skills from such a younger age and I suppose from the school's coaching, they've got really good kind of fundamental movement skills and they seem to be that kind of step ahead already so it's great and um, I suppose it's great to just get them out and, and keep them interested and um you know if you hook them from a young age it's great. So um definitely it was it was brilliant to to have the camp in player and to get so many young players out as well. And a lot of dual stars, especially um girls, you know, so many of them were telling me that they're playing both Gaelic football and camogie. Yeah, definitely and Look, I suppose, you know, you never want any child to specialise at too young an age. Anyway, it's, it's always good for them. They'll, they'll pick up skills from, from every sport that they play or that they're kind of introduced to. So, um, yeah, it's great. And I suppose around kind of mid-care, the kind of Ennis area, there'd be a lot of dual clubs. And, you know, no matter what level, you know, the the kind of second sport is taken at, it's always good to to have another one and you know even if it's just a bit of a break away from what could be a bit more serious I know in my own club the the football is kind of secondary but it's a good um, it's a good laugh as well and you know it's it's a good uh, enjoyable sport whereas the Kamoki will be taken a lot more seriously. Right well before we get on to our chat about the upcoming Kamoki All-Stars I want to just get your opinion girls on the new initiative 2020 it hopes to increase media coverage, attendances, participation in female sport and physical activity by 20% by the end of 2020. So hence the name. Um, Carol, what do you think of it? Yeah, look, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I suppose it's great to see um, so many kind of corporate um, kind of companies getting involved with it and backing it and so many different female sporting organisations getting involved as well. Um you know, you can see yourself that the ladies football are putting in a huge effort to kind of expose their sport and get their players seen and, and in the spotlight. And, you know, it is doing a lot for the game. And 
Um, no, it is. I think it's absolutely brilliant, and I think the involvement of of players as well is is going to only do good things. And um, yeah, I suppose really it's just to see it on the ground now and um, to see how it'll actually be rolled out. Yeah, because it's all well and good when you see it written there and, you know, the promotion campaigns. But it's, as you said, it's all about getting it out there and getting players noticed. Um, you know, you, you have the top players, but I suppose, you know, for counties like yourself and Clare and Longford, Offaly, where we're off, where myself and Army are from, it's about getting players from those counties out in the spotlight as well. Exactly. Like, you know, and... Like, there's players in Clare who are every bit as good as, you know, players who are playing with probably the more successful, more exposed teams. And it's just to get those out. And, you know, we hear great stories and of, you know, dedication or personal stories of girls. And like you said, there's girls in every county who have those. They're just not in the spotlight. And there's girls in every county who are training just as much as the ones who get to play in Co Park. And, you know, it's probably harder for them because they're not getting the rewards and they're not getting, you know, this, you know, whatever goes with getting to play in Crow Park and all of that. And, you know, it is probably a lot harder for those girls to stick with it and to to stay involved. Exactly. Anne-Marie, what do you think of it yourself? Yeah, look, I suppose I'm really excited about it and I I think it is a great initiative, but I don't know whether it could come to fruition, especially at local level. Um, I just, I don't know, traditional media, I find it's just so hard to get um, journalists or local radio or whatever to go to games to watch games. Um, I know a lot of the counties, especially in Camogie, rely on Darrow Crowhurst's weekly roundup, yeah. and of course he only can get a snippet of every game because he has a max of 500 words, so he can only put maybe 100 words per game or less. Um, and even at that, if a county, for example, Offaly, if we, I can't live tweet because I'm playing. But if he can't get any info for that, he just has to put a one line and say, oh, awfully best Tipperary or whoever. And that's it. And you can't get your coverage from that. So I'm a little bit sceptical about how it's going to work um, at local level. I think at a national level, yes, um, it will definitely work. But I think um, for especially working Camogie, um, I think maybe the Camogie Association could link in with PROs and we could um, maybe organise some sort of how we, how we as Camogie people go about promoting for 2020 but I'm a little bit sceptical on the media side of things how they are going to approach it because if if local media weren't invited to that or aren't aware of it how are they going to change their mindset to promote women more? That is a good point because um, I work in local media in Longford and we try to cover as many games, but I find that, especially, we don't really have Camogie and Longford, with the ladies' football, a lot of the games clash with the men's, especially the National League games, and obviously the men's game takes precedence, so I think, you know, the fixture clashes, something like that has to be sorted out, because we'd love to give the ladies coverage, and any games that I'm available to go to, I will go, but as you said, it's all well and done, good having the national media out there, but you want the local media for your county to grow the, the participation levels in your county. So you need to have the local media on side. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, the men is going to get precedent or preference. Um, it always is. There's more money involved for sponsorship, everything. Um, and journalists are going to want to go see the men rather than the women. 
And even for example, last year, the perfect scenario was that the Offaly hurlers were playing more during, um, I think it was March, and the Offaly Camogie team were playing in Banner at the same time, same county. Um, so you can't split yourself in two and be in two places. So it's exa- I completely agree that we have to keep an eye on fixtures. Uh, I do think, I just don't think we're going to have, we're going to force this interest on journalists. Um, yeah. I think our, actively ourselves as Camogie people, if we want 2020 to work, we have to force it ourselves rather than looking at someone else to do it for us. That's very true. So we go on to the hot topic and the Liberty Insurance Camogie All-Stars. They take place on Saturday night in City West. Uh, girls, are you going to it? Do you have your glad rags ready? I, I'm not going anyway. Um, I usually go, but um, I'm not going this year. I'm taking a, a year out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not going to either now with, with no clear interest. It's, it's hard to, to go off and motivate yourself, of course. Um, you know, I'm sure it'll be a brilliant night, like it always is. It's, it's great to get to meet so many other girls from other counties that you'd only really be playing against and things like that. But um, no, I'm sure it'll be a, a super night. Exactly. So we'll start with the selections. And goalkeeper, you have Emma Cavanagh from Kilkenny, Eva Murray from Cork and Sarah Healy from Galway. So... Uh, Carol first who do you think will get the goalkeeper slot I think um, Aoife Murray will get it um, you know based on captain in Corksville Ireland and you know she's a puck out obviously super and she can really pinpoint them I do think though Sarah Healy has put in a huge uh, performance for Galway I think that she's made such a difference since she's come in and, um, you know, she's still so young and everything. And, and the distance she gets on her pockets and, and her saves as well are brilliant. And she's really quick off the line. You know, I do think that she is super. And if she doesn't get it this year, I'm sure it'll come in the next few years. But, um, yeah, I think Ethan probably will pip her to the post in this one. Um, right. You go with Carol? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I completely agree with Carol. I think Ethan Murray has that spot. Um you know, that's going to be her her award. I think her name is written all over it. I think, I, I'm not sure if she has close competition this year, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I think last year with Faye McCarthy um, scoring so much, um, I thought that would have moved the, the goalkeeper to Dublin. But um, no, I completely agree that Eve Murray is probably, she probably is the best goalkeeper that was there this year. I think last year um, she only let in one goal from play so I actually don't know the stash but she's just ridiculously good between the posts. Right so your full back line and we'll do it by county from Cork we have uh, Laura Tracy and Pamela Mackey Kilkenny, Grace Walsh, Catherine Foley, Edwina Keane and Colette Dormer then you have Tipperary's Mary Ryan and Galway's Shauna Healy and Sarah Dervin. Carol who do you think will be the three? Um, I suppose I'd I'd probably see Pamela Mackey um, getting one and the same with Colette Armour and I'd probably put Sarah Dervin in full-back. Um, you know, again, it's obviously hard when they put four Kilkenny players yeah. into, into the same category. It's, it's a funny one, but um, I suppose like Sarah Dervin is, is a rocket defence. Um, Pamela Mackey, you know, she's so versatile. She can go up the field and she can man-mark and 
you know, I think she is just such a sticky defender. And I think Colette Armour had super hurt and, you know, she's had a super year. Um, and, you know, I, I, that's what I'd go with anyway. Yeah, Amory, we had this conversation a while back about the Kilkenny players all in there for the positions. Who do you think will get the three spots? Yeah, I'm kind of stuck um, a couple of positions where I'm not 100% sure where my one person will go. Um, but in my full back line, I would have Pamela Mackey. I just think she is a sticky back, like ridiculously hard to mark. I think she definitely this year. Um, I really think Sarah Devan has been very good this year at full back. In comparison to other years, I really think she stood out this year, in particular the semi-final and quarter-finals. Um, she's immensely hard to mark. You actually watch um, Tia Galway, they always struggle um, at full forward and they usually have to switch players off her. Um, so I definitely think she deserves that spot for my pick of, of the team. And then I'm really struggling to not or to narrow down that cornerback position. I just think Grace Walsh and Colette Armour have been fantastic this year. I couldn't um, fault them at all in the All Ireland final, and I really watched them in particular when I was playing cornerback this year. I just paid more attention to the, their positions. Mm. They were both fantastic. Um, I re- I can't narrow it down. Um, but I, like I'm, I'm going to have to obviously because one position. But I just think the two of them were equally as good. So. If it comes down to it, I probably would pick Kalesh, um, but I think he's as good as her. Right, our half-back line, we have Karen Kennedy from Tipperary, Hannah Looney, Chloe Sigerson from Cork, Hannah Hegarty from Dublin, Kilkenny, we have Claire Phelan and Dalton Davina Tobin. From Offaly, we have Roshan Egan and Anya Ling from Waterford. Carol? Yeah, again, like, you know, there's the kind of half-back line, there's a lot of super players yeah. there. Um, I think, you know, Hannah Hagerty really did stand out for Dublin and the same with, you know, Anya Ling, a centre-back for Waterford, really, you know, dominated this year. But I suppose, um, like, I'd give centre-back to Anne Dalton anyway. I, I think that she's, you know, phenomenal in everything that she does and uh, I think she's had another super year and her nomination for Player of the Year kind of shows that as well. The same then, I suppose, one wing back, Chloe Sigerson, who's, mm. who's also been nominated for Player of the Year. Um, I suppose her long-range striking and her free-taking and everything, you know, she brought a lot to Cork this year. And I'd give the other wing back then to Davina Tobin from, from Kilkenny. Yourself, Anne-Marie? Yeah, I, um, I agree with Carl. And has always been fantastic for Kilkenny. She's as solid as a rock. Um I definitely, I'd, yeah, I probably would put her at the centre back position. Um, and then, like Carl said, I definitely include Chloe Sigerson as well because I just think she's fantastic. And I think, especially the way Cork played this year, um, they looked more at scoring points from distance rather than actually working goals. That they worked on firing over as many points as possible in a game, and it was an extra, um, an extra ball parties. Um, that he could actually go and call on a wing back to just pop up with these points. So I just think she was fantastic in that position. In the last position, um, I'm, I'm a little bit deba- or debating a little bit. I think Hannah Hegarty was really good for Dublin and she is a phenomenal player. Of course, close to my heart, Roisin Egan was very good for Offaly as well this year and she is a phenomenal player. She won player of the match in the county final for her club as well. Um, 
and as well Ealing was fantastic for Washford and we do always tend to see um, some of the quarter finalist teams get it an all-star it seems to be the the team that the teams who reach the knockout stages will receive an all-star um, Anna Looney was very good in the All-Ireland final and the semi-final I know we would be more familiar seeing her as a forward but um, she adapted to that wing-back role very well and I'd probably give her the last position the half-back line Right, midfield we have Niamh Kilkenny from Galway from Cork, you have Gemma O'Connor, Julia White and Libby Cobbinger, Megan Farrell from Kilkenny and Lorraine Bray from Waterford. Carol? Yeah, um, I suppose the kind of midfield one is funny because really Gemma O'Connor and, and Libby didn't really play there um, for Cork, uh, but I suppose like Gemma O'Connor would have to get an all-star anyway, in, in my mm. opinion. I think that she, again, is just you know, really, she's the backbone of, of the Cork team. And, you know, she's so commanding in her delivery of the ball. And, you know, like, really, nobody should bring the ball into a tackle with her anyway because, you know, she seems to come out on top all the time. So, Jim O'Connor would be my first one. Um, my second one would probably be um, Megan Farrell. You know, it's just constant work rate. She never seems to stop. Um, she's, you know, she's had a super kind of last two or three years with Kilkenny. But I suppose Lorraine Bray from Waterford really, you know, has had a really good year this year as well. She's kind of, you know, maybe this, I don't know if this is her debut year, but she's she's kind of just come on the radar anyway. And she is definitely another one for the future as well, I think. But Gemma and, and Megan will be mine too. Who do you think Amory will get those positions? Yeah, I just... I don't know, the back line and the midfielders, I just think they're really, really hard to pick. I don't know about Carrick, but I just find there's so many good um, that deserve the All-Star nomination and probably deserve the position as well. But of course, there can only be two people. Um, I agree, like Lady Coppinger and Tim O'Connor were really good for Cork in the defence, um, which makes them to win, I think, the midfield All-Star. Um and I'm a big fan of also Kilkenny's Megan Farrell. I just think she's such a dog of player. She always comes out on top. Um, she brought Kilkenny back into the All-Ireland, um, I think. And I'm also a big fan of Kilkenny in Galway. Um, I think midfield position is very hard to play, and she is just such a natural midfielder. Um, but like Carol, I completely agree. Gemma O'Connor will have to win the All-Star. You know, there's some people you can definitely guess. Um, I would probably, again go with Cork and say Libby will probably get the second one. I know she wasn't in the midfield position so I would be a bit weary that um, we are nominating two defenders as for the midfield but um, they didn't help me play in midfield so they might cause an upset when the team is actually announced that two midfielders might actually win the, the midfield awards but um, Libby in general would be my two in the middle. Yeah that's very true Amory so our half forward line Orla Cotter Orla Cronin and Amy O'Connor from Cork. From Kilkenny, you have Katie Power, Denise Gall and Anna Farrell. Orla O'Dwyer from Tipperary. Siobhan Flannery from Offaly and Neave Rocket from Waterford, Carol. Yeah, I think I actually thought this this group and this half-forward line had so many good players and so many like really dangerous forwards and they all have like very good scoring ability as well. Um, it was. I thought it was a tough one, but I suppose I think Orla Cotter again, who's been nominated, you know, for probably her third, fourth time getting nominated for a Player of the Year. Um, 
I like I know she'd missed a lot of the year um, she got married during the summer but I do think that you know after getting player the match in the All-Ireland final she will come out with, with an all-star um, at wing forward I think Katie Power I think she's a very good final and she's you know she's so consistent she's always so dangerous and we'll, we'll take centre forward and then the other wing I think it's a tough one because you know really all of them all of them are really good contenders but I suppose I'd be looking at it in that Waterford, um, Neil Rockett really, really did, you know, a huge amount for them. She's, yeah. She she did so much work and she, like she was, she really stood up this year. But I suppose it would be between herself or, or Amy O'Connor, I think, as well as another one who, you know, has so much ability in just winning her own puck out and taking on the player and getting a score. But I suppose I'll give it to Neil Rockett um, for the underdog in this one. Yeah, it was great to see Waterford making the breakthrough this year. Anne-Marie, who are you going for in that half-forward line? Yeah, I think, again, very difficult line to pick. Um, the two people I would nail down would be Orla Kosher and Casey Power. Again, like Harold said, they've been phenomenal this year, um, especially when Orla scores that point as well. You know, you're going to give it to that that person who basically won the all out Um Again, Casey Power has been phenomenal. She is just a powerhouse for Kilkenny. She can always rely on her. And then that last position, again, is very hard to pick. I just think, um, in particular, Denise Gall has been fantastic this year. She was really back to her best. Um, she played a very, very good final. Um, but so did Amy O'Connor. And I think she's been really good um, the last couple of years. Like she's not a player that Camogie turned to as an ambassador or anything, but she's just a quiet player who does her business and does very well. Um, so I think for that last spot, um, I think Amy O'Connor will get it on the basis that Cork are All-Ireland champions. They're going to come out with the most All-Stars, but I think Amy deserves that position as well. Right, so our last spot, we have the full forward line. Orla Began and Siobhan Kyo from Dublin. We have Carrie Dolan from Galway. Koch Devan, Shelley Farrell and Michelle Quilty all from Kilkenny, Katrina Mackey from Cork, from Waterford, Beth Carton and Grace O'Brien from Tipperary. Carol? Yeah, um, this one was a funny one, I suppose, because when you have so many who are probably not from the All-Ireland final, yes. you know, it is it is kind of like, oh, you'd hope that, you know, they're obviously in with probably a better chance here. Um, I'd, I myself, uh, Van has to, has to take full forward for me, I think, she put on some absolutely unbelievable displays. She was, I know, top scorer for a lot of the championship. Um, so consistent through freeze and play, and just her skill level, I think, is is unbelievable. Um, you know, I played at her in colleges, and she's just super attitude, and you know, she's a real leader. So, caught caught that full forward. Um, I suppose the other one who who really is another, like, I think Koth and Beth Carton were both really, if they'd gotten to another stage, either of them could be player of the year. They they did so much individually for their teams. So I'll give Beth corner forward as well. Again, like, you know, really everything goes through her in forwards with Waterford. And the other corner then is, is probably a tough one because I do think it would be between Katrina Mackey or, or Shelley Farrell. Um, both of them, you know, did quite a lot for their um, for their teams, but I suppose I'll give it to to Shelley Farrell. Anne Marie, what do you think of Carol's lineup, and are you going to go with the same? 
yeah, I agree with Carl that Coach Yvonne and Beth Carson are just phenomenal players. Um, I think Coach deserves her position. Um, as Carl said, she's been brilliant on play falls and some play. Perhaps for the championship, she definitely deserves the award. As well, Beth Carson has been fantastic for um, for Washford. Um, and even if you look back when Washford won the All Ireland final, I think she uh, at intermediate level, I think seen or seventeen, and she came on and scored, I think two or three goals in a handful of minutes. So she is someone to watch for the future. Um, I think this year in particular, she does deserve the All Star Award. Um, again, like Tara said, there are counties to choose from. So I do think um, she has a really good chance to win the award. And probably for my last position, I would pick um, Dublin's Orla Vegan. Um, Orla um, is just so talented. Like, just I when you watch, she's so clever. Um, she's just, I I I really admire her as a player, and I love watching her play. And I thought she was brilliant against Galway. And even though um, Dublin were losing, um, I thought Orla was just fantastic, and she was one one of the key players for Dublin that day. Um, so I think that last corner final corner forward spot will go to Orla Began. Um, we're going to go to the individual awards. Um, the, there's always kind of a, a bit of a, a hot topic about these. Uh, Manager of the year, uh, Paddy Murray, up for it again from Cork. He won it last year. Shane Plowman from Dublin and Anne Downey from Kilkenny. Yeah, I suppose um, it's hard to argue with, with Paddy Murray, um, really. And, you know, to, to come back and win it again this year, um and like the scores and the performances that they put up all year were really, you know, they were so consistent all year long. They didn't seem to have any kind of speed bumps or anything along the way. It was all like the, the scores that they put up from start to finish in the championship were were really uh, superb. And I suppose when you look at the amount of players that he's brought through to senior level, like, you know, if you were taking... Uh, Rena Buckley out of most interesting teams they would have been a huge hole after her and you know it's so seamless in Cork that they have so many players and even when Orla Carter went away and, and all that they have such a panel built up now and um, I suppose yeah with, with what he has in place there I think Paddy Anne-Marie are you going for Paddy as well? Yeah um, I um, I know I keep saying I'm and of certain people, but I actually am a big fan of both Paddy Murray and Dan Downey. I just think the the relationship they have and the tactics they bring, I think they bring out the best in each other. But I um I think Paddy is probably one of his best years this year. Um just the fact that the intermediates lost the All Ireland final to or to me and then to bounce back and win the All Ireland final, especially at intermediate level, and then to quickly turn around, change focus and go out and beat Kilkenny Game, yeah, different game plan, completely different team. Um, you know, I've seen you know, the girls who were involved in the senior panel or in, in the, started on the intermediate panel and then came and played the senior. There were substitutes on the senior panel, quickly changed in, they were out again. That's obviously the mindset that Polly has instilled yeah. in the girls. I think Polly every year has a different game plan. I know in particular we played um, Cork in the last round of the championship and they annihilated us, but. Find that, um, but they had a game plan of playing four in the full forward line, um, something I never expected or anticipated, and we didn't know how to deal with it. Now they didn't bring it out in the All Ireland final, but it just shows um, what Paddy can do, and he completely thinks out of the box. Um, 
and I, I think he definitely will win the Manager of the Year award, and I think he's fully deserving of it. Right, so the individual player awards for Junior Player of the Year, Deirdre Johnston from Dublin, Patrice Dickens from Kerry, and Cara Dawson from Dublin. I absolutely hope that Patrice Diggins from, from Kerry wins it. Um, I went to college with Patrice in UL. I played her for a year and she's, she's a phenomenal player. And I suppose her, you know, you, uh, her rise of Komogi has, has kind of been seen through the colleges. You know, she's an absolutely superb athlete and, um, she's done a huge amount with Kerry Komogi and with her club as well. I know they got to the Ireland, uh, last year and I, I think that she's, fully deserving um, I think she's an absolutely brilliant athlete and yeah I'd love to see her win it yeah I as well have a soft spot for um, Patrice Diggins I just think she's phenomenal I've seen her play um, when Kerry played Offaly this year in the junior championship in Offaly um, and she was just fantastic she was the one player to um, but as well I know it's not considered but I just think Patrice is fantastic as in she plays midfield for UL so she comes from a bottom tier of county but still is able to perform on the highest stage in college Um, I think it might go towards Dublin though because of um, the win in the All-Ireland but because it's the the players pick of the award I'm not 100% sure who it will go to but I would love for um, Patrice to, to win the award so, intermediate, uh, Saoirse McCarthy from Cork, Niamh Mallon from Down, and Amy Lee from Cork. Carol, your choice? Yeah, again, um, I think Niamh Mallon uh, is just, you know, has such amazing skill. And, you know, I think really for Down Camogie, she has been kind of their shining light kind of all year. You know, she was brilliant, I know, in the Ulster final. And, um you know, she's just so consistent and, you know, I know that they didn't win the final, but again, she is just so consistent all year and, you know, I suppose, like Anne-Marie said, if it is down to a player's vote, um, you know, really every team when they're playing down, like she's the one that is going to be kind of picked out and she's the one that's going to have to be man-marked and everything. So I, I do think she'll come away with it. Like uh, myself and Carol had a, a quick chat beforehand. <laughs> I, I completely agree with Niamh Mann think she is phenomenal like she is class that left side she could put the ball over from anywhere and she was such a joy to watch in the All-Ireland final now I know they lost and unfortunately that red card um, put down some of the points she threw up she is just phenomenal I, I think she's fantastic she's so natural just so natural just throws the ball up and it goes over the bar um, I'd love her to see that I'd love for her to win the award as well Um a very strong contender on that is Amy Lee um, from Cork. I think she's very, um, also a very, very good player and it might go on her way either. But I would love to see uh, Neve Allen get that award. So, senior player, we have Chloe Sigerson from Cork and Dalton, she was up at last year as well, from Kilkenny and Orla Cotter from Cork. Yeah, I think, to be honest, um, I know Orla came out with Player of the, year, or player of the Final and everything, but... I suppose if it goes over the year, I think Anne Dalton. I I don't think um I don't think I could argue with anyone else uh, for anyone else with it. Anne Dalton is just you know so consistent and really you could play her anywhere and you see her going into different roles around the field depending on on the match and how it's going. And I just think um I do think that really she deserves it and she deserves it the most. I I think she will get the players' vote as well. So, uh, Anne-Marie, um, 
seeing that you kind of chatted beforehand, um, <laughs> who do you think will get the, the senior player? I actually, I disagree on this. Oh. Now, not, I don't mean I disagree. I do think Anne Dalton deserves it, but I would love um, to see Chloe six. Um, based on the year that she's had, I think she was very good. Um, she won player of the match in the semi-final. I just think she was class. Um, and she won player of the match in the game against Tipperary. I thought she was phenomenal. So I'd love to see um, her win the award. Right. Um, just looking at the players and looking at last year's um, All-Stars as well. One player that didn't make the All-Stars this year and was up for player of the year last year was Ashley Thompson. Are you surprised with the year that she had this year, girls? You know, she's one of those players that on her day it can just absolutely be phenomenal. And yet this year, you know, she wasn't the player that she can be. Yeah, I think I was surprised that she wasn't nominated now, to be honest, especially when they had three nominated in the field and she didn't make, you know, the three. But um, I suppose, I, I don't think it, the... The final really went for her, and you know you could see she was putting in a huge effort, but uh, nothing was was kind of going her way, and um, it just wasn't it just wasn't working out for her. Um, I suppose look, um, you know, Cork were really consistent all over the field. I I, I think that they're different from like kind of the the, the I don't want to say weaker counties, but that's I suppose what we have to say is that the weaker counties in that it's not one or two players that is, oh, if you mark them, it would be fine. It's every one of their players is kind of nearly at the same level yeah. and brings the same to the game. So I suppose, um, yeah, I suppose she just lost out in terms of, uh, you know, Libby, like, stood up and sort of Gemma O'Connor and, and whoever else around. And, um, yeah, I was I was surprised that she probably wasn't nominated, but um, I, I, I don't think that you could kind of swap her in for any of the girls who were. Yeah, um, I do think she had a poor final performance um, in comparison to what we're used to seeing her do, um, which is run at defence. Um, I, I don't know. Like, of course, she can have a bad day. And yeah. I just find this year she just had a bad day um, because she was very good in the semi-final against Tipperary. Um, and maybe that just knocked her out. And as Carl said, that core team is fantastic. They could nearly all be nominated for All-Stars. Uh, so um, of course she has won so maybe it's just opening the door for other girls who haven't won one or maybe haven't won as many as she has so I don't think like I'm only guessing I don't think Ashley will mind as such because she has this award um, Eddie, but I think that core team is as good to win all stars in all positions but um, yeah no I just maybe that that All-Ireland final performance just knocked her out yeah um, right we've 13 36 nominees for the Storing, Storing Stars Awards, including Westmead's Pamela Greville, and she was one of our coaches uh, this year in the Four Colts Summer Camp. I think it's a great idea. Um, and, you know, Carol, you know, you play in both. It's something that maybe ladies football could do, because I know from talking to a lot of managers and players, they always talk about the fairness of the All-Stars, because, you know, the cream rises to the top, and the majority of players are the ones that play at such a high level and are the top players. And it's quite unfair to a junior player who has been brilliant all year for their county, but because they, they don't reach maybe the, the latter stages of a championship or they're not a senior player, they won't make um, an all-star selection. So something like this being brought in maybe to ladies' football? Definitely. I think... Um 
you know, really they can only nominate what's what's in yeah. front of them, what they can see, like, and you know, they're not they're not able to to, to obviously see every junior and an intermediate football um, game. And I think you know, there's again, there's players who are playing with twelve or with teams who aren't making the the knockout stages. Like I know. Um, in in Clare, like the likes of Neil Woody, um, has had absolutely phenomenal games for Clare this year, and you know she's such a, a special talent. And mm. then you know it's obviously not fair to be putting like you know we we didn't get we lost in the quarter final this yeah. year, so to be comparing like we had no televised games or anything like that in comparing it to girls whose matches you know had three or four games on on television and, you know, we're seen by big crowds and, and all that kind of thing. But um, definitely I do think the the soaring stars really, like, open it up. And, you know, it, it's just a level playing field then because, you know, again, those girls are putting in the same amount of hours and, you know, the same the same work goes into it and, you know, they should get the same rewards. And I, I definitely think it's something that the ladies football should, should look at. And, you know, while it is nice then, you will see... You know, really, whoever gets the intermediate final will will get nominations yeah. for the for the football all stars. But to open the door and to, you know to encourage football yeah. in in the other counties, definitely, I I think it will be a a step forward. Yeah, because in the hurling, they also have teams of the year from the Laurie Marr and the Nicky Rackard. And I know myself from lads that were picked for um the Laurie Marr a couple of years ago from Longford. For them, you know, it was the ultimate. You know, they got their all star, and Armory, you know, are you know a bit like Clare, uh, Longford, and Offaly. We have players in the county who are phenomenal players, but because they won't get the recognition, or you know, they're on the television, they won't get um the television appearances or much publicity that you know they're forgotten about. So something like Soaring Stars, or even what they do in the the hurling, have um different grades for the, the ladies' football, it would be a great idea. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think it would be a really good idea. I know one thing I love about ladies' football is they have the awards for the, the teams of the league, um, yeah. which is, you know, it, it's probably the most open chance to win an award for any player because um, the league is the time for testing or um, trying new things or trying new girls who break into panels. So um, I, I really... Admire that um, path that the ladies football have taken because you could be a new player into a panel, really certain of your place. Then all of a sudden you get a place, you're playing fantastic, and then you win the award. But then three months time you might not be playing championships. So yeah. it's it do um, a personal award for your effort for half of the year. So I think it's a good idea um, in ladies football. But I, I love the Soren Star Awards because. Um, like Carol said, the girls are given the same amount of time and effort, probably as any senior team. Um, they deserve the recognition. Um, just for example, I know Shannon Tuhi is nominated in the goalkeeper position in Offaly, but um, there was no televised games. Um, Offaly reached the quarterfinals, and um, you know no one would have reached any of the Offaly yeah. games, uh, um, or probably any of the junior games, unless you're from that county. And I just think it's fantastic that she is getting the recognition that she deserves because she's a fantastic player. So I really love the um, Thorn Stars and awards. I think they're really good. And it definitely recognises the, the work that the players at every level put in. 
when we're on the topic of Komogi, I was just having a, a look at, and you know, the way certain tweets come up with the Komogi Association, they're promoting health and well-being and they've seminars over the country. Like it's not just in one area, it's in various venues. I just think it's a fantastic incentive, especially for, for girls, you know, because I know that, you know, in the men's game, they've an awful lot with, you know, health and well-being and that. But to see the Komogi Association now doing it, with their game it's a fantastic idea Carol yeah definitely um, you know there's I suppose they're kind of doing a, a body wise one mm. looking at um, kind of healthy eating and healthy kind of body habits and things which is you know is such a real key issue yeah. in um, ladies games and young girls really in general um, you know I think that's brilliant and then the same with the, the Samaritans kind of talks I know there was one in in um, Ennis last night with with the Camogie Association and you know that's it's just brilliant like you know anytime that you're kind of um, opening the door for people to be talking about these things you know it, it's always good it's always a good move and it's always a step forward and you know it really encourages people to see that you know it's not just the 60 minutes that's, that's on on a Sunday afternoon like Camogie is a community and the same with you know Ladies Football and, and the whole GA kind of circle is you know, there's so much more to it and, you know, really you have such a big audience. It's great to see them using it for, for such beneficial purposes and to kind of spread a, a bit of a positive message. So definitely I, I think it's a great initiative and, you know, the more that the more that we can see of this, the better. Amory, um, what do you think of it? Yeah, I think it's a brilliant initiative. Um, I think in particular the world that we're growing up in the minute, um, you have to be skinny and you have to be... T- have to be muscly but you don't have to be all those things and that's the important thing that um Komogi are trying to enforce that look you can play sports but you don't have to be massively muscly or you have to you don't have to be tiny to be running all the time playing Komogi that's really important and I think that's an issue that's going to affect every player um and even I know when we started our gym program um one of the first things that the the gym instructor said to us, said to us was, look, I need to address. You don't have to be huge, and you don't need to be afraid to lift weights to become a big, massive player. Because not what happens. He said that I don't know the genetics of um, women and men are completely different, and men will get much bigger than yeah. women. Um, but it's sad that that's what has to be addressed in this world. That this is what the effect of social media has, and I think it's it's you know. A huge boot of us to Komogi for trying to um, knock down the barriers that social media has created and the mental awareness that girls have now of what they look like. Um, I think it's a brilliant, brilliant initiative. I hope along may it continue and I hope it does continue. And um, hopefully if we could uh, get them working almost in every county, it would be brilliant. Um, really good move, especially in the, the social media world that we live in. That's exactly it. It's getting it into every county now. And just thinking with November coming up, October was Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, you know, we all know people who have been touched um, by that awful disease. So um, if people can can give or if there's been fundraisers and different things around and you see boxes and various stores and that. So just uh, give give a few cents because... um, every little um, helps. Listen girls, thank you so much. Um, I'll be looking now at the Camogie um, All-Stars and uh, looking at the choices to see um, 
who was the real Mystic Meg this week. And if your your choices uh, were right, listen, thank you so much to Amory Guinan and, of course, our guest, Carol O'Leary from Clare, for joining us tonight on Sports Girls Podcast. The aim of our podcast is to help promote women's sports and women in sport, and in particular, our native games, Gaelic football and camogie. You can follow sportstalk.ie on Instagram and on Twitter. So until next week, slong Check out gemevents.ie, candy carts, chocolate fountains, selfie mirrors. We've got all your party needs covered at gemevents.ie, healthandfitnessireland.net. We put you back in control of your health, fitness, nutritional and well-being needs through education, advice and motivation. Check out healthandfitnessireland.net. Looking to dance the night away? Check out thelols.ie, the perfect sound for your next wedding, party or function. Great set lists, lively and sure crowd pleasers, thelols.ie.